Hey, welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Max Mosier. Today we talk about the It trailer, Spider-Man Far From Home, and the Watchmen trailer. We're going to break those down and talk about that in what's hot, what's not. We're going to give you some updates on things we've been watching, some trailers we've been catching up on. And then finally, we're going to close the show out with our thoughts on Detective Pikachu. We're going to give you our spoiler review. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Infinity Bros podcast. Hey, welcome to the Infinity Bros podcast, the only podcast that is perfectly balanced as all things should be. I'm your host, Max Mosier, and with me today is just one lowly Infinity Bro, Mark Jones. The strongest Infinity Bro. Would you consider on a scale of one to six, how high are you going to say that you are compared to the rest of us? Like overall or just physical strength? Yeah. If we're giving all six of us, six is the highest. Where are you in that range? I mean, I almost want to say I'm a six because I think overall I'm like a cross between Thor and Loki where I'm just, you never know what I'm going to do, whose side I'm going to take or how much I'm willing to put in the effort to get everyone in my corner just to betray everyone. None of you are willing to do that. Yeah, that's a good point. But you don't post every day on social media about your lifts. So you're you're to me you're a 5 well, or that, a 4. Well, that's why at I, best. that's why I only ask strength wise cuz you know, that's what some people only have. I mean, just nice butt shots and good squat shots. I mean, hey, you need to lay off of Zane, okay? Zane doesn't fire. need that kind you don't need to be going at Zane that hard. Hey, welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast. We're so glad you're with us. However you're listening to us, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Google Music, LMNOP, QRXYZ, we're just glad that you're with us. Um, we are a pop culture um, show, I guess, Mark. Would you add to that? How would you add to that? I think that's about that's a fair explanation. Yeah, pop culture. I'm sure eventually we'll talk about sports. We've teased that for the last year when we were streaming, but you know, we'll, we'll see. Now we'll get to it when we get to it, but we're so glad you're with us today. You are probably checking us out because we will be talking about Detective Pikachu. We're going to put that at the end of the podcast. It will be a spoiler review, so we'll give a spoiler warning when that comes up. Don't worry, but uh, go see this movie and then come back and listen to our thoughts. we got a lot of other stuff we're going to break down. we got a bunch of trailers. We've got some um, listener feedback, Mark. I know you love listener feedback. We've got some of that. Uh, we're going to do. So- you're going to talk about Game of Thrones. Um, and we're going to talk about our top five favorite Pokemon. It's going to be a great show. I'm, I'm really excited, Mark. I'm really excited. How about you? I'm, a, I'm ecstatic. I can't wait. Are you ecstatic or ecstatic? Whichever one makes you not be the grammar Nazi that you were born to be. I'm just so glad you're here. I'm just so <laughs> glad you're here. You, you, you're just what a, what a, what a great guy you are. What a great guy you are. Hey, you said your, your fiance listens to the show last week. Um, what's her rating you think so far on how we're doing? Uh, well, I think just like everyone that rates a show, they give everyone a six and, uh, the host about a, you know, three, maybe four. I don't know. You know, the usual. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if people really understand our rating system. <laughs> hey, if this is your first time listening to us, we want you to be familiar with our rating system. So I'm going to place that rating system bumper right here. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible, and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an infinity snap. 
All right. Well, Mark, we got some, uh, before we kind of get into some rating, some fun stuff like Detective Pikachu, we both just saw that today too. We did. Like we're like hours removed. I'm 20 minutes removed from it. And I'm uh, two hours, two and a half hours. Pretty yeah. fresh in the I mind. I don't know if I have. Yeah, this movie has just got such depth. I don't know if I'm going to be able to really take it on, but we'll see. We'll find out. We've got our first uh, iTunes review, Mark. We have finally got our first iTunes review. We've had five different people give us five stars. Just thank you to those guys. You guys are awesome. Whoever's out there doing oh, that, we just love we you guys. We can't assume that they're guys unless you're just being general with that term. I, very good point. I can't be general with that term. It could be guys or girls, or for this episode, it could be Pokemon. Um, and we have our first iTunes review. I want to read that and give them a shout-out from Zombie Mage. The title reads, This Freaking Podcast. He gives us five stars, Mark. He says, tasteful, awesome to listen to. Awesome, I'm sorry, awesome to listen to. Great to hear meaningful opinions and makes you think in different perspectives. I can't lie to you, though. Mark is my favorite. Max will continue to be a close second until he loves me back. Now, Mark, this review says to me we might just have another personal friend or family member reviewing our show. What do you think about that? Um... Well, I mean, if it was a friend or family, they definitely wouldn't be putting me at such high regard, so it must not be someone I know. And you'd think that if somebody was rating our show, they would they would go out of their way to say, five out of five isn't enough, I'm giving this podcast a six. Don't, I mean, don't you think? I, I mean, maybe that's just low-hanging fruit for me. I don't know. I would, I would maybe attack it that way, but uh, thank you so much to Zombie Mage. We appreciate your feedback, and hey, if you have feedback for us, We'd love for you to email us at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback. Just give us a search uh, at Infinity Bros. And, um, yeah, go give us some iTunes reviews. Tell your friends about us because uh, I, I don't I don't know. We're, we're, we're getting positive reviews. We're doing something right, Mark. We're doing something right. So Yeah, we're, we're, giving, we'll what, we're giving what the fans want, and that's uh, what, what do unadulterate, want, unadulterated <laughs> upper Midwest commentary <laughs> on pop culture today. Yeah, I think when I think of what do I want in a podcast, the first thing that comes to my mind is a Midwest crowd. Uh, upper Midwest, I want us. Yeah, specify. Upper, very good point. Yeah, I need to specify that. The upper Midwest crowd is really what I'm pushing for personally. So I'm really grateful that you bring that up and that you articulate that. Um, well, I would we got say, some trailers. I, I got to say, I got a tail on that. I mean, we're not just catering to upper Midwest uh, you know, opinions. We hope that everyone wants to know... <laughs> the upper Midwest opinion of pop culture. Well, if you think, and I mean, I've been looking at just some of the stats of who listens just cause it kind of really blows my mind that we're already reaching over 200 people have watched uh, uh, episode two of ours, which is like so weird. But then other people are listening to this like, huh, you guys suck. Anyway. Um, I'm when I look at the numbers of who listens, what do you think the second most popular state would be for people that listen to us? Oh, you have a state-by-state state break- breakdown? I have state-by-state state breakdown. I can give it okay. to you. What, so I, what do you think so number the one, first... Number one's Minnesota, right? I just got to... I would assume it's Minnesota. I'm going to double-check it, though, real Man, quick. Man, I want to say... But I know, what, I know what number two is at the top of my head. Gosh. Number two, I'm going to say Nebraska. Nebraska? Okay, what would you put at number three? Now I'm stalling because I need Wisconsin. to pull list <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> okay, Mark, just keep going until we get to six, um, okay? Oh, my phone's freaking out. <laughs> Vermont. 
New Hampshire. <laughs> These are all keep in order. Going, keep, not going, keep going. Keep going. I'll start off in the in the New England area. Maine. You got Connecticut, okay, keep, keep, keep. Massachusetts. <laughs> okay. Okay. Stop talking. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. I finally got it. <laughs> um. So number one is Minnesota. Okay. This is yeah. Hold on. I got to make sure the stats are right. Oh no. That's 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 this month. Let's see all time here. Oh, there we go. Oh, we're crashing things. We're having fun now. Here we go. Just elite level podcasting going on here. We've got Minnesota's number one, right? Yep. What was your second guess again? Nebraska. Mm, it's California. Wow. I, should have... I mean, it makes sense. California. Somebody in California really likes us because they are listening a lot. There's a little apparently community of people listening to us because um, it's actually half of Minnesota's views. And then what do you think is three? Well, now I just want to go by state size, Texas. Yes, Texas is tied for three with two other states. Who would the other two think you, be, you think? Uh, New York and Pennsylvania. Maybe Florida. No, but it's, it's Missouri and Illinois. Shame on you. Shame <laughs> oh, my you. bad. My bad. Absolute shame on you. Can you get okay, one more? Just get this is like such weird what's, flex. What's, but okay, bro. What territory. state's number 69? Now, well, now let's one. go. Let's go. <laughs> And the show is canceled. Um, what do you think the second biggest country in the world listening to us is? Germany. We do have a listener or listeners from Germany, but that is not it. Then I w- shout out to whoever that is, by the way. If you're from Germany listening to us, we just want to give you a special shout out. We appreciate you. We love you. Canada or England? Canada would be a good guess. England would also be a good guess. They come in at three and four. Well, then I'm going to have to say I'm going to have to say it's Spain with your background in Spain. That's a great. That would be an awesome guess. But Spain isn't even in the top five. That's surprising um, with your background number, in Spain. That's really funny. Yeah, go ahead and throw my stuff out there that I lived in Spain for a couple of years. I I, I um, never said that. I just said your thing with Spain. No, okay, just okay, I'm giving context to the people because we don't want inside jokes because it's a podcast, Mark. Because that's how you do podcasts. Um. Ireland, Ireland is number two, Mark. So there you go. Your people are supporting the podcast. Well, technically, they're, I mean, they're really not my people. My people went to their country and stole their people and brought them back to my ancestors' home. But you know, that's that's neither here nor there. That's in the past. It is. It is neither here nor there. Hey, we should probably break down some trailers. You ready to break down some trailers? Yeah, we should do that. We should get to the show. We should we should get around to it. Hey, three big trailers came out this week that we want to talk about, um, and you're probably talking about if you watch or listen to pop culture in any context. The It trailer for It Chapter 2. Mark, I can only imagine. I'm so excited to talk to you about this one. The Watchmen trailer on HBO just came out, and we'll talk about that in a minute. And I'll ask that question then. And then this pretty much, I think, the biggest trailer of the week in terms of records was Spider-Man Far From Home that essentially reveals the big spoiler of Endgame that we've been talking about for weeks on our show. Mark, of these three trailers, which one sticks out to you the most this week? Man, I think it's just... I, I want to say, honestly, it's a tie between Spider-Man and the It trailer, even though I love The Watchmen, but I kind of know what that show is going to be about. Because um, it's not like a direct retelling of the the Watchmen trailer, not a direct retelling of the graphic novel but um i would say two reasons the two reasons two things i like about each trailer for it and um spider-man far from home spider-man far from home we get the idea that mysterio might be from a different earth and we don't know like i mean until we see the movie is that true or is it not true 
we'll find out. And with the It trailer, majority of the It trailer was one specific scene from the book. And that scene, just reading it and having listened to it on Audible, that is the creepiest, one of the creepiest scenes in that book. And, I mean, if you go to it in theaters, Joey goes to it in theaters, you two will never go to a horror movie ever again, if they do that scene right. That's a great point. Hey, real quick, we're going to pause and just quick put a spoiler bumper warning right here uh, for the It trailer. And then we'll just also count this as our spoiler warning for Detective Pikachu. Um, If you haven't read It Chapter 2 or um, have not seen Detective Pikachu, pause, come back, listen to us later. We want you back. But uh, we're going to put that spoiler warning right here because we don't want you, the audience, to be spoiled, especially when this movie comes out later this year. This is... Prepare yourself. An Infinity Bros. Prepare yourself. Spoiler. (laughs) Warning. Here's here's kind of what I'm excited. And so we're going to break down all three of them for a little bit. We won't spend the whole show on it, but... um, I want to talk about the it trailer first. And here's why I want to talk about this trailer first with you, Mark. You, you alluded to it just now. I absolutely hate horror movies. I cannot stand horror movies. I can't go to horror movies. Horror movies are just not my thing. I can't stand them. I hate them. This trailer was absolutely phenomenal. It gets six out of six. Um, from my perspective, And here's why I'm going to give it six out of six. For one, I've seen It Chapter One. I don't even know if I'd fully call that a horror movie. It's it's a thriller movie as far as I'm concerned. It's got some horror elements, I suppose, but it it really is not as much of a horror movie as I think. I think It Chapter Two is going to be a horror movie. I think you are right. Yeah, and that that's what it is in the book too. I mean, well, the whole book it's a horror book, so you don't really get that the element of being a thriller like you do in the movies in the movies or film. But yeah, that's the first chapter, total thriller, nothing really, there's spooky moments, but you know, not instilled fear constantly where this is what they're going to do. They're going to come into the back to dairy and it's going to, you're going to crap your pants, probably bring some depends. So then you're prepared for the movie. So you don't walk out. And is, am I correct in saying because I've been re- I've been reading just some reviews on it just because like that's what I do I love reading reviews is um she was drinking she she thought she was drinking tea but she was drinking poop water I like she was drinking sewer water yeah, it's it's not what yeah it's not tea I don't remember what it is in the book I think it's blood in the book it turns into but I mean we'll see what happens in the movie what it turns out to be yeah that is I'm that scene is so crazy that I I loved the acting on that I loved because again I've never read the book so. I loved the reveal that her that it was Pennywise like from the past. Is is that what it was? Like help understand no, that, that. I loved that it, that was the reveal that her dad was the Pennywise guy. Is that what I understood? Maybe I didn't no, love it. What we kind what you get in the book, I mean it's not really spoilers, the book's been out for thirty years, is Pennywise is able to kind of control the adults in Derry. So that's kind of what's happening in the scene, because it's not uh the old I think if I'm remembering this right, it's her old where she used to live with her dad and this woman has been living there now for what 20 some years after everything's moved out and so that's you know and that's how pennywise gets 
his strength is from the fear, and she was getting a lot of fear going back to that place. The shot of her, I believe it's her, in that just tub of blood is just frightening. She had an interview on Jimmy Fallon, I think, a couple of months ago. Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain, I'm sorry, the actress that plays um, Bev. Is that her name, Bev? Beverly. Yeah, Beverly. Um, The actress that plays Beverly, she said, I had so much fake blood in my my, um, clothes and orifices and stuff like that. She said she was pulling blood off of her eyeball. She said it's it's the bloodiest scene in horror history is what they said they're going to try to do with that. Well, that now I'm more I didn't know about that because if you saw the remake of Evil Dead, there's a whole scene where there's where it's literally raining blood, so we'll we'll see. Yeah, I'll put I'll put that interview in the show notes cuz I know it's out there. I like know that's a real thing. I've read articles about it. Um yeah, I, what's what's your rating of this trailer, Mark? Because I I know they are giving kind of away parts of the third act. I don't know what happens. I feel like they're not. I feel like you might think that a lot's being given out, but I I believe this scene's going to happen early on in the movie, and we're not that, really that scene. I'm not talking about the old women scene. I'm talking about there's scenes towards the back end of the trailer where it's like them in the sewers. I'm oh, assuming yeah. that's from the third act. Yeah, prob- yeah, that is from the third act. If I mean, if you've watched the miniseries or read the books i mean they go back to the sewers to confront pennywise so who's your favorite casting on this list um, too this is a pretty sweet cast let me list I this real quick before so yeah. hold on let me list let me list it real quick we got james mcavoy javier baudet jessica chastain wait Javi- javier baudem's in this are you sure you got the right baudet baudet so a different b-o-t-e-t I'm, so not the javier i'm, I'm thinking of all right no 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 um bill hater Troy James, Jay Ryan. I think there's one more. Did you get the Old Spice guy? Yeah, I got the Old Spice guy. I thought that was hilarious. And then and then James Ranson, Ransone, Ransoni. I don't know who's ever playing Stan will not make it beyond the first act. Yeah, because yeah, because that's a and spoiler alert for that. Well, I mean, yeah, sure. I guess you could say it's a spoiler if you've not. I'm gonna Taking put I'm gonna put a spoiler alert at the front of this just so people are aware of it, and I'll just quick say, hey, Mark, Mark and I spoil a little bit of what it yes. chapter two is gonna be. Okay, yeah. So my my favorite casting yeah, is Bill Hader as Richie Tozier. That is my favorite. I do too. I love that cast. They said, I guess, some trivia I was reading is um the the director wrote or the writer. I'm sorry, the writer wrote a scene where he would do a uh, Al Pacino impression. Cause I guess at Saturday night live, he did a lot of Al Pacino impressions and hater looked at him and said, no, I'm not doing that. Cause this is a serious movie. I don't want to be funny in it. I mean, I'm sure he'll well, have funny moments cause Richie's funny in, yeah. in the, obviously in the first one, he's funny, but I don't think, I think they were trying to stay away from the Saturday night live humor. Yeah, that makes sense. And I also think uh, James McAvoy is going to be pretty good in this movie. I mean, you just watch, you know, glass or split, that dude can act his act a, act his face off, it feels like. So Dude, he would have been a great Pennywise, to be honest. Yeah, he would have, but I don't Honestly, think he would have got like, the creepy face that Bill Scar Skarsgard has. No. No no no. Bill Skarsgard, the reason he does it is for that smile. Yeah. But if <laughs> but if McAvoy wanted to, he could he has the chops to sure. do that. Um what's your what uh I mean, for me it's probably Jessica Chastain. 
I think she's just fantastic. I don't know what she's doing in that X-Men movie coming out in June. Um, but she's phenomenal. She's phenomenal. Um, she looks great in this movie and I'm just really excited. That scene with her and the old woman was just like, just fantastic. I'm really looking forward to this movie. Six out of six on my end. What's your rating of the trailer? Uh, yeah, I, I put it up there. Five, five out of six. It's not like a trailer that blew my mind, but it's definitely a trailer that's gotten me more excited for this movie. Do you think it blew your mind? Didn't bl- blow your mind as much as mine because you've read the books? Yeah. Cause like I'm knowing okay. what to expect. No, no, you won't expect there's a, here's a real spoiler that you'll never see on the screen. There is in the book, Stephen King wrote this. There is a scene that happens right after when they're little defeat. Are you talking about the turtle scene? No. Oh, that, that team's effed up. I'm talking about the, the orgy that they have as little kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. The the orgy and the turtle or what everybody talks about. They're also doing the scene where they're going to do the scene where they beat up the gay kid in this. Oh wow. That's going to be edgy. They have they have confirmed that they are doing it in this movie. Well, they're staying. So that'll be that will be very interesting to see. True horror on the screen. Yeah, man. I mean this this movie is going to be wild. They're not holding any punches back. So six out of six from me, five out of six from Mark. Let's transition to Watchmen. This one is so mysterious to me because I have no idea what's going on. I have no clue what's going on in this trailer. All I know is that Jeremy Irons is going to play old Ozymandias, and I'm all about it. Mark, what'd you think of this trailer? It kind of reminded me of uh, not this latest season of American Horror Story, but the season before with all the clowns and the um, like, the rise of power of the I forget the guy's name. He plays Quicksilver in the X Men universe. Um, I'll look it up one sec. Where it's just like because what they've said is uh, it's in the future, obviously, because we got old. Ozzy and all the super Evan Evan Peters yeah. Evan Peters is his name yeah so like in the second to last season of American Horror Story he like leads this group um and just remind me of that if you've seen American Horror the the one I'm thinking of <laughs> uh yeah I I don't watch American Horror Story again I, I don't watch horror stuff I I stay away from it but I'm intrigued I I'm definitely gonna watch because I'm a fan of the Watchmen I definitely the trailer I would say just because I don't know what's going on, three out of six. And it, I mean, this trailer was more of a teaser, right? It was only like a minute, so it's not like a true yes, trailer. Yes, it, it is called a teaser on their end. Yeah. That's what they called it. So it'll be interesting to see what they do, because it's supposed to be after the events of the graphic novel, The Watchmen. How many years? But, I mean, if we're going by the books, Ozzy's supposed to be in his 30s, so maybe 30 years. So maybe it's present time. Uh, Watchmen, but we'll see what happens. I'll definitely be watching. Yeah, dude. That'll make me get HBO again no... after Game of Thrones goes away. Yeah, man. I have no idea what's going on in this, and I cannot wait to see this mo- this show. I'm going to get HBO just for this show. Yeah. I'm ecstatic about this. I, I, I give it a 5 out of 6. I won't give it a 6 because I don't know what's going on. But I'm okay with it. I trust Damon Damon Lindelof. I believe he's the writer. No, no, is it J.J. Abrams or Damon Lindelof? Who's who's writing this? I am One not. Sec here. I know, there's a lost. There's a lost writer on it. Let's see here. Who's the writer of this? It is. It's Damon Lindelof. He will be the creator. Yeah, Damon Lindelof. I like so that. Damon Lindelof. I trust. I like that. Don Johnson is in this. Is going to be in this show. I think that'll be interesting to see what his character. He's always been a, a low-key, fun actor to watch. 
Yeah, and, and there's a lot of new people too. I'm really excited about that. I like when I like when they give these like bigger franchises to newer people to let them kind of flex and have some fun with it. This just looks really good. Looks really deep, really good. It, it's going to be one of those that we're probably going to have to review episodes at a time and just try to rewatch as best as we can. Um yeah, this one looks really good. Let's spend uh let's spend a little extra time on this one. We're going to talk about the Far From Home trailer. So another spoiler warning, if you haven't seen seen Avengers Endgame yet, stop listening. What are you doing? Go see this movie. Okay. Dude, they they right out the gate in this trailer. They show that Iron Man's dead. Well, yeah, the, the trailer I've seen or the ones I've seen, Tom Holland's like, "Hey, watch Endgame before you watch this You're trailer. right. No, I, I same same for me. I I thought that was brilliant. I love cuz that's the question that's been asked about this movie. How do you market a movie that Spider-Man has been dead air quotes for? And I thought they I thought they handled it brilliantly. What yeah. did you think? Yeah. I I probably agree with there's something more to say. It's just they're, they 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 know look, what they're doing, yeah. and mm-hmm. I'm just along for the ride. I'm just a just a little kid, just so excited. The, the world's at my fingertips. The Marvel universe. I'm just excited. Let's talk about this trailer a little bit. So Peter is going. Um, he, well, this, the 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 trailer starts with him saying, "Hey, I I everywhere I go, I can't help but see him." He gets in this fight in New York, yucks it up with some cops, and then he says, "I'm going on vacation." That's when he heads overseas runs into Nick Fury and there's three really surprising parts of this trailer in my opinion and you can maybe add to this if you want the first surprise for me is that they really lean into Iron Man's death which shouldn't be a surprise to me but I would say it's a surprise it's a surprise to me that they're so vocal about it in the trailer I think they they're doing that to to really make you know that Peter Parker is really hurting that he lost someone so important in his life and it's gonna and it's not gonna be surprising when you find out mysterio is either lying or evil but in the meantime unbeknownst to peter parker he has chosen him subconsciously or on purpose to be his new mentor because i think that's what's going to happen so he's gonna be blinded to what mysterio who he really is and he's gonna be hurt all over again i think that'll be kind of Maybe a storyline or arc they do. Do you think this is going to be the MCU's version of Uncle Ben moving forward? Because Uncle Ben was just beaten to death, pun intended, beaten to death for years and years and years in all these other movies. Do you think that's kind of the route they're going to take here? Or what do you think? So you're saying that Tony Stark's going to be the new Uncle Ben, even though there is an Uncle Ben? I think I think that's what they're doing because they haven't even cared about Uncle Ben. If they cared about it, they would have shown it by now. And maybe this is the movie True. they do show it, but I don't know. Like, well, I, th- I, I think no they're idea. on purpose not showing it because we saw it in the last two origin Spider-Man movies that we got with Andrew Garfield and Tommy McGuire. So, right, but think- they're still leaning into that storyline because the big part of Spider-Man that makes him Spider-Man is that he's protecting his family from. You're right. Protecting his family from. From stuff, you know, like he, so. Would you've been? Would you've been mad if the last this is, words this on de- Tony this Stark's is, mouth is like, yeah, "With this, great power comes great responsibility." Gosh, can you dies. imagine if he said that? People would lose their minds. I, I would have loved it. I think the I line where Peter it. says, "I think the line where Peter says, if you can do the things I can do and you don't, and then the bad things happen, 
that happened because of you is probably one of the top five, in my opinion, lines of the MCU. I love that. I love that line. That line's phenomenal. Um, I would associate that line more with Iron Man than I would with Uncle Ben, which is what the other line associates with Uncle Ben. So I don't know. I'm interested to see if they do that. That's my first big surprise. The second big surprise here, how are they going to work with this five-year jump that they did? Because that was the first thing I thought of when we walked out of Endgame in terms of what happens in the future. And we grazed on it a little bit, and obviously we see the shot of Ned crying in Peter's arms. How do you think they're going to handle this? Because even they've announced too, Mark, and spoiler alert here as well, Marissa Tomei's character, Aunt May, she was snapped away as well. So are they just going to say, yep, we snapped all the main characters? Or like, what do you think they're going to do here? I don't know. I feel like they might not touch hard on a lot of stuff. Like there might be some details that we see or some, you know, like, oh, so-and-so is, you know, 20. Like, I, I know I said this probably in a previous podcast, like, they have a friend who's like 21 who buys them maybe beer or something like that. I don't know. I just feel like it won't be leaned on too heavily. And maybe in the next few movies, more of it will we'll just get more details on what's going on. Because what? Yeah, of course, there's, you know, half the population moved on and stuff happened. I, I, I don't know what you're expecting. But what if they what if they go like the route where Peter falls in love with a different girl instead of MJ and she's like 16? But that would have meant that she's 11 when he was snapped. Well, then it really wouldn't matter because it'd be the same. Yeah, but like, what if they do that and they kind of they, but they like play that up, like they kind of retcon like a Gwen Stacy or a real. MJ. Yeah, like that's how they, that's how they, yeah, yeah. I, then they do that. Yeah, yeah. That, that I mean, that's how they could do that if they wanted. Yeah, they I don't know. That's what I think, but I'm just trying to get your reaction. I'm trying to get a rise out of you. Well, you're not gonna, um, <laughs> not gonna do with this topic because I'm, I'm fine with it. Like, <laughs> dude, whatever. Sure. You gave me Endgame. You, you could. What do you, there's, what do you, <laughs> there's nothing you can blow my mind with anymore. I don't know. Maybe you can. What do you, Mark? What do you think about this? I love it. No, but really, what do you think? I love it. I'm all about it. Thank you. <laughs> no, Thank no. You. Give me a direction. <laughs> Be mad. Come on, Mark. You got to give me something crazy. I love it. I think it's great. I agree with you. Um, the third thing I'm trying to wrap my head around here because this is like we're and we talked a bit about this. I think over. Our group chat is Mysterio saying he's from another dimension. Another Earth. Mark, I not, don't believe him. I'm sorry, a, universe. Another no, universe. He, I'm he, sorry. He calls this Earth, what, uh, 616? The Earth that he he's does. on. Which it is. This is 616 it, Earth. But Earth also, if you, like if you one, count Sony's... But if you... Time out. If you count Sony's don't do universe... It. Don't say it. Don't. I'm saying don't, it. Don't do if it. If you count it... <laughs> if you don't count do it, not. Then that means Jake Johnson's Peter Parker is our Peter Parker in the future. So you're saying when Tom because they're both six one six. So, so either there's Jake two Johnson. options here. One, either Jake Johnson is who our Peter Parker becomes, or, um, they're going off and doing their own thing, and they'll never connect it to, into the Spider Verse. And if that's the case, shame on them. Why would they connect it to in the my Spider-Verse? opinion? You, you... Why wouldn't they? No, why would they? Why would you not? It's, it's the best movie of it's all an time. Animated show. It's nothing. It doesn't matter. If you, got, if you said you, if Tom Holland did the voice, you could do that for Spider Man Three, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse Three. You could do it a different way, and then you bring in the actor that played, um, that played Miles Morales, and he can be a little older because he's an older guy anyway. So you're saying that you're Spider Man Three. You want some futuristic Spider Man where we get schlubby Jake Johnson <laughs> Spider Man. 
Yeah. I'm just saying I'll, it would I'll spend be a 20 great bucks for that. You're right. Never mind. Why am I arguing here's what with I'll you? Say, of course I'll Here's what that. I'll say about it. Here's what I'll say about it. And and th- then we'll get back to Mysterio. I'll t- I'll say that it would be a great way for them to address some of the time changes they've made. So maybe that that and and here's how I would say it. The other option they could go with is that Peter Parker could be like the Peter Parker that when Cap went back and married Peggy, that's his universe. Still same 616 universe. Just Splintered off, like six one six B. Because even though I guess, how does that work with the timelines? Maybe that isn't the know. same universe. Maybe maybe they're all just different numbers because of different decisions. I don't know. But you're not. I mean, yeah, you're right. Because maybe each time you string off the timeline, that changes a new universe. Which, when you think about it, yeah, when you go back, even though you took the stones out, going back to Endgame, and you brought them back at the exact same moment, there is still an existence of period of time, even though it's it got. If you're the one bringing the stones back, it didn't happen. But that time still splinters off and exists for a moment. And happens. yeah, this is super nerdy. <laughs> this is like crazy nerdy. Marvel conspiracies is... by Mark. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get a bumper just for you for your conspiracies. Shamik Moore, who plays Miles Morales in Into the Spider Verse, could absolutely play a real life Miles Morales. Well, you, he got he has the look. You write he could that do it. story. He could play an older version. You submit it to Marvel. If all of a sudden you become a screenplay writer, just I, I'll remember you, Mark. Remember us. I hope they I'll give you some form of a credit. I'll remember you, and then I'll give you like a cameo, and I'll give you a Easter egg. You better, because otherwise I'll use this podcast as proof that uh, you stole my idea. Done. Deal. All right. <laughs> Let's get back to Mysterio. Mysterio. He says he's from another universe. What were your thoughts when you heard that? I didn't buy it. Me neither. I, I don't buy it I either. feel like... Well, I, and I'm okay if he actually is. Because either he's been, in the last five years, figuring out how he can become a superhero. Because that's kind of the arc in some of the comics and cartoons. is That's what Mysterio wants to be, if I'm not mistaken. And he could be working on this technology they got. And maybe... These Hydro Man and whatever villains that are popping up in Europe are produced by him because he's supposed to be like, he's, if I'm remembering this right, he has a movie background, so he's supposed to be good at you know special effects. So it'll be interesting to find out if that's he's producing this to get a part of Shield, so he can get recognition as a superhero, or maybe this Mysterio is truly from uh, a different Earth and is actually good, but then the Mysterio on Earth six one six figures this out and is actually bad and then kills the other earth Mysterio and then takes over as Mysterio on earth. Six. That was what I was going to say. I w- the killing part. I'm like, all right, it might be a little too far. That might be too convoluted for me. But what if Mysterio is, it, he is a good guy and they're trying to play us a little bit. And Jake Gyllenhaal really is a good guy, but then the guy they're going against is our version of Mysterio. A little oh more my, grizzled, oh lost somebody important to him. Schlubby and Mysterio. Mysterio. Yeah, Jake Johnson <laughs> Mysterio, right? Gosh, what if Jake Johnson was the bad Mysterio? <laughs> You'd lose your mind. Oh, my gosh. Then it's like Spider-Verse is for sure the thing. Oh, man. I love that idea. Oh, man, Rick. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I, think, I think it's BS too, Mark. I don't think either of us are going to believe it, but I mean, Marvel has done crazy things. I mean, they made the Mandarin 
an actor God, years ago. I remember and, that? That was nuts. Gosh, that was so crazy. You and I love... What's your rating of Iron Man 3? Uh, I I would definitely say it's better than Iron Man 2 in my book. And isn't it the first Marvel individual Marvel movie, not an Avengers movie, to make a billion dollars? Like, that's how good it was? Yes. And I thought, I thought mm-hmm. as a whole, that movie was pretty solid. Not as good as I, the first Iron Man, but man, just... I, I loved it. What's your What's your rating? What's your rating? Out of our six rating, I would give it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the point. We have to do that. I'll give it a four point seven. I'd give it a three. Well, you're obviously wrong. It's a middle it's of right. the pack. Yeah, it's I'm a lesser being, to quote Zane. Yeah, I don't think Mysterio is really saying who he is, but I think you nailed it. He's going to be drawn to Mysterio because he's going to have lost Iron Man, who is his mentor, and the person he cares about, and then he'll get. And then it'll be taken from him again, and then it's sad again. Dang. Do you think we get a scroll in one of these in this movie? Well, have you heard the theory that at the end of Endgame, if you look in the back, Ben Mendelssohn is welcoming them in to the school? Have you seen this picture? It's on Reddit. I think I sent it to you. I think I sent it to you a couple of days ago. From the, you're talking about uh, no, I'm talking yeah, the bad guy. Well, he wasn't the bad guy. He wasn't the bad guy. Doctor Strange. Mendelssohn was the guy that we thought was going to be bad in Captain Marvel, but he ended up being a good scroll. Remember him? Oh, I'm thinking. Yeah, of, yeah. I'm thinking of the Doctor no, Strange. No, yeah, yeah. That's that's bad. Mickelson. Oh, okay. So Ben Mendelssohn. Yes. So in so, so saw, what people? Yeah. Yep. No, so I, people I are saying in the Spider-Man clip at the end of Endgame when he sees Ned that Ben Mendelssohn is one of the teachers. I don't think it's him, but people have been speculating that. Has anyone gone to IMDb to see if he's, you know? IMDb is full of crap, Mark. You know that. You know have that. Have you tweeted at him? It's not a. Have you sent him an Instagram message? I have not. Maybe well, you should do that. You should get. Well, I'm not the one who's concerning my... about that. I'd rather be surprised. <laughs> I haven't done my due diligence, and I'm really sorry for that. I need to be better. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> I hope they remember you. <laughs> um, so Spider-Man: Far From Home, wrapping it up. Uh, what's your rating of the trailer? I give it a six. Just you know, endgame hype, telling me that Mysterio is from a different Earth, giving me a bunch of suits of Spider-Man. I'm sure Isaac will love that. Um. Give me Mysterio. Mysterio is one of my favorite Spider-Man villains. They gave me a tease of Shocker, which is my true favorite Spider-Man villain, but Mysterio is a close second, so it'll be fun. Yeah, I love, I really love that Mysterio is in this movie. If you tell me that Jake Gyllenhaal is playing Mysterio six years ago, I'm laughing at you in your face. And do you think but, uh, uh, yeah. hiring someone or casting Jake Gyllenhaal in this character, are we just getting one movie with him or are we getting a couple or is this leading into the sinister six where we're going to yeah, get i think they're leaning into sinister six yep. okay. and i think sony's going to try to put venom in it nope. hey and i think kevin feige's going to go kevin feige well at that point kevin feige's going to go you're done he won't let him in if they do that but maybe the damage will be done and if they're if they are doing multiverses they could just send Tom Holland to another universe. They could. And have him trade places with another Spider-Man. Or <laughs> have and have the Jake, Venom Jake. have the Venom universe <laughs> be Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Bring Andrew Garfield back. Oh, could you imagine gosh, a movie where you would where you got awesome. Andrew Garfield, Toby Maguire, yep. like Toby Maguire mm-hmm. could be the schlubby Spider-Man. You don't need Jake Johnson. Honestly, honestly if I'm 
if I'm Kevin Feige, I think really hard about doing Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse with Spider-Man 3 just because Spider-Verse got so much traction, but not enough people saw it. So, I mean, it made $300 million. It made a really good job, did a really good job for a animated movie, but yeah, I mean, they're sitting on gold there, and I, I agree. I think they should bring them all back. It'd be really fun. That'd be a good movie. Anything else to say about those trailers, Mark? Cool. Let's hit, let's transition over to what's hot, what's snot. We talk about some of the things we've been watching this week, listening to and checking out that we recommend to you, or maybe we tell you, hey, stay away from that. That's not good. Mark, we're going to start with you. What is hot, what's not for you today? I'll go with my what's hot list. Um, some of these aren't new. Some of them are a couple weeks old, but I just wanted to bring them up because they just kind of came back in my world when I was just searching the internet and kind of uh, sparked in. Well, first, I will start with uh, the Avengers Infinity War Destiny Has Arrived book. Uh, I saw a tweet from Marvel advertising. Did you buy it? Yeah, I got an Audible uh, the day I got a credit for Audible, which is the ninth of every month. So I listened to it, and it's basically just te- you know a, uh, a book version of Infinity War, which I like because then you get kind of like an inner monologue from some of the characters and what they're thinking during certain uh, scenes. So that's just more insight. It was it was good. The Audible was good, and I enjoy. I mean, if you enjoy Infinity War, you're gonna enjoy the book. So that's what's that was good. Um, moving on from that, the CW's Batwoman. I am pumped for this. Uh, give me, gosh, if who's ever running, C, I forget the guy's name, but who's ever running CW DC Universe, give him give him the reins to WB. DCU just obviously he's doing it's just so right. cheesy like the CW universe is so stinking cheesy Mark. yeah but at least I they're mean, doing it at least they're getting characters and like actually being successful I don't know man I don't think it aligns with the tone of DC at well, all I get that but I, I just agree. feel like if you're letting this guy control this universe so you're you're allowing someone to control because just because it's on TV it's okay that someone has to, um, you know majority of the control of how the stories go but Heaven forbid we have more, we only have, or heaven forbid we only have one person kind of be the decider for the films. That's why I feel like they're two Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers. I'm talking to you right now. You're, t- you're good. You're too yeah, you're afraid. You're, you're too afraid to have a Kevin Feige. And that's why you'll never be as successful as Disney Marvel. That's not the problem, that Mark. Is the problem, problem for, no, look me that's in the not eyes the, problem, that's the, the problem, Mark. The problem is they're picking the wrong, I'm dead in the eyes. They're picking the wrong guy. That's the problem. And Kevin Feige's don't grow on trees because if Kevin Feige's grew on trees, we'd have a Pokemon universe. We'd have more Fast and the Furious universes. We just have more universes. I just think we don't have universes because it takes so much energy and so much intentionality and so much from the studio coin and liquid to do it. And I think Marvel, Marvel was ballsy enough to try it, and that's why they succeeded because they had to be ballsy. I got I got to take a tangent when you brought Fast and the Furious. So I saw Endgame the other day in an ultra screen, and they had the trailer for Hobbs and Shaw. And I know someone said that was a snot for what they're me. Weeks, that trailer is horrible. That I, trailer is horrible. I saw it in the big screen, and I'm like, I I want to see this movie. This movie's <laughs> it got you my it got so my blood boiling. I'm like, I need on. this. It's gonna make a billion. That's the worst part about that movie. All right, so mo- drives me up a wall. I think this will this will tickle your fancy, Tom Welling. Coming back potentially a Superman Arrow season eight. 
No way. Way. That is not real. Way. He said for years he didn't want to do it. Yeah, well, what has he done for the last couple years? <laughs> not make money and suck at acting. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so this, Tom, I'm sorry. If you're listening, I know we have a lot of people out in California. So, Tom, if you are listening, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean it. And, Tom, I want you as Superman. I wanted you when they were casting Superman. It's like, you're at the CW. Why are you casting some other dude? Can you imagine if they pulled Henry Cavill in? Well, that would. I mean, they didn't pull Henry Cavill for Shazam. Why would they pull him in for a TV show? <laughs> Gosh, that's the dumbest question ever been asked. But you would freak out. Don't lie. No, I would, but that's. <laughs> hey, we're not going to make a Superman <laughs> Man of Steel 2, but we'll put him in Arrow Season 8. Screw you, Warner Brothers. Yep. And then my last what's hot is yep. uh is rumors going around that John Cena will play will be playing the character that Dave Batista was initially offered by James Gunn. And I believe that's Peacemaker, kind of like the muscled out uh uh Randolph or Rick Flag that was in the first one. Kind of like the okay. the dude okay. who's on I think Amanda Waller's side, kind of the one who has to babysit all these people. Yeah. Just give okay. me more okay. John Cena. Talking about yeah, little tangent on John Cena. I know Zachary Levi did a good job as Shazam, but could you imagine if John Cena was cast as Shazam or Captain Marvel? Um, Have you heard about the the? Did you hear about the tweet that The Rock? Yeah, I was gonna say The Rock told as Black Feige. Adam? He told he told Feige to call him. Wait, call like yeah. Kevin Feige? Yeah, to, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. To, to, to do what? To to be in the MCU? I think he wants to be in the MCU because that's the only reason you call Kevin Feige yeah, yeah. unless you want a nice hat. Yeah, maybe. Who do you think? Who do you think would the Rock play? Do you think you give him a then maybe the next villain? Do you think, or who do you cast as think, a superhero? I think f- I would love to see him as a superhero. Who would you cast him? Who do we have left? Sentry. Mm. See, oh, guy? we got plenty left. Got plenty left. We've got plenty left. Um, Can you imagine if he was Wolverine? Hmm. Oh my gosh. I'd put him as Colossus. Nah. Th- that per- build the X Men, build the X Men universe around them, and Colossus is an oldie but a goodie. Yeah, but and then Colossus, Colossus is someone more, that you, you don't really need because Colossus is supposed to be Russian, so you're gonna want the Rock to do a Russian accent. Screw the Russian accent. Well, then no, you don't need to do that. They give Wanda the Russian accent, so nah, she got rid of it in Civil War. Don't lie to yourself, Mark. Gosh, screw you. You know she right, did. I'm on. just saying. I'm she got. Rid- I'm done with your opinions. <laughs> uh, what's that's what you get for okay. agreeing with me earlier yeah, on everything. I, I tried to give you my trust, and I don't know why I tried to do that. Oh, anyways. Um, I failed you. My what's not is uh, the WB's. I'm just coming at the WB apparently today. Uh, handle of Swamp Thing. Uh, I know we talked about this in the group chat, but originally Swamp Thing was supposed to be 13 episodes, and the WB's like, nah, we just want you to have 10 episodes, and then it's going to be the only season you're going to have. And I read up that because they're doing this, um, AT&T might be buying Warner Brothers if you've heard this. And they're kind of wanting to create their own streaming app. So that might potentially in the future the DC uh uni- or the DC app might go away to form into this ATT app that they make, if you've heard anything about that. It's that's interesting. So do you think AT AT would do better than WB's been doing? Because I know AT&T owns 10% of Hulu, too, and Disney wants to buy that. Yeah, so maybe that's what AT&T is thinking. Like, we can sell our share of Hulu, 
maybe create our own streaming service because that's what I feel like that's the new war is the streaming war that's going to be happening in a few years. So I think all the big players are going to want to get their hands into the into the cookie jar as soon as possible. There's only three players in it, though. Who do we got? We got Disney. Disney, Amazon, and Netflix. And Yeah. So if AT&T wants some of that Because how, how, how do you get in the war otherwise? I don't know how you, buying how you even try you buy, to be you, a part of you it. You buy the WB. You buy their IP, and that's how you get in. Because what else? I mean, I think it's going to be bad for content if all of a sudden there's only three places you can bring stuff to. And, and Apple, Apple Plus is, you know, making moves. So that might be another one that grows high. So we'll see. Apple could do it. Apple has the coin. To, if, if you're going to do it, you got to be willing to spend money because that's what Netflix is doing. They're spending like billions of dollars right now on their content. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but know that's where I'm saying like the WB's handling of Swamp Thing, you're kind of, you're killing a good story being told just because you might be selling. So you don't want to, you know, lock into a couple seasons. You kind of just want to make this finite and move on. That's my last. And then this is just a personal what's not uh, Disney canceling the Gambit movie with Channing Tatum. The thing I've been that wanting. Is a hard, that's a hard what's not. What's hot for me. That's boiling lava hot. Well, you're part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. No, I'm not. Nobody wants. Nobody in their right <clears throat> mind wants right. a Gambit movie. But obviously you are not in your right mind. Well, I just want a Gambit movie. And I love Channing Tatum. So... Are you a guy that wants the Gambit movie for the, you want it for just the train wreck that you know it's going to be? Well, or it won't be a train wreck now. Are you, now are you wanting it because Disney. you like Gambit? Like, which one is it's it? It's because I love Gambit. Okay. Well, you're not going to get the movie you want then. So why don't you just, you're better off wanting it for the train wreck. If you're in it for the train wreck, that's a different discussion. Oh. Then we can get Sharknado. Yeah. All right. We could talk Sharknado then. If you if you're looking for a great train wreck movie, I know the X Men movie coming out June seventh is going to be a train wreck. So no one likes your unless, opinions. Just unless you want to refute it, hear I mean, all the stuff I'd I'm going to argue with now. What's your hot? What's not? Because I want to <laughs> I want to move on from you ripping my X Men apart. <laughs> Our X Men. I'm just saying nobody in their right mind wants a Gambit movie right now. Like that's not high on my priority X Men list. Stop. Channing Tatum, Stop though. That. If yeah, the well, Channing Tatum Gambit, just wants you, attention. You Channing Tatum just wants to be known. And guess what, Channing Tatum? You're known. We're talking about you on your podcast. Oh if gosh. you're one of our listeners from California, talking thank about you. stuff what you you thought you wouldn't want or no one would want. I've heard that uh, what's her uh, what's her name? The director for uh, the Wonder Woman movies, Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. Yep. That they're still in talks of um, doing another Justice League movie. And, she should direct the Justice League movie. And she would direct it. And apparently ben, Aff- ben, uh, ben Affleck is still obligated to play Batman in that movie. She would absolutely crush it if she had that role. I think she would too. And I think we'd actually get a good you know, I, I DC walked Justice out League of, movie. I walked out of the first Wonder Woman movie going, why is Patty Jenkins not directing Justice League? And just having thought of this, she should be the one. She should be the quote unquote Kevin Feige of the DCEU. Mm, that's not her specialty. Well, she's a director. Okay, fine. I guess just you know, they should have label well, people and keep them in their in their box. You're right, Mark. You, you're, you're right. I'm glad you have an opinion, Mark. I'm glad you have an opinion. I'm glad you don't have an opinion. 
I wish you didn't have I think have they should have stuck with Snyder. I think they should have just let Snyder do his thing. I agree. I agree with deep. that, but they're not going to do that because they're like, oh, we don't want dark and edgy. We want we want what yeah, Marvel is try, doing. Yeah. That's what they want. We want Marvel. And then Marvel goes out and does Endgame. And well, you can't do dark and edgy. That's our thing. They like totally upstage Shazam, like here's, which is probably here's one of their best DC edgy. movies ever. It's ridiculous. Um, I'm sorry, but did Aquaman not make a billion dollars? But it it upstaged Shazam. Yeah. Aquaman is not as good as Shazam, in my opinion. Well, I mean, your opinion. Shazam, Shazam made less than Aquaman. That's all it is. True. That's all. All right. I don't know. But we need to stop fighting so I can start saying what's right. I think this right is tomorrow. what's going to get us more listeners to start bickering. <laughs> Maybe it just needs to be us and then the third person that comes in tries to hold each other us back and has to moderate. Um, what's hot, what's not? I got what's hot. So I watched The Rebound this week. It's a 2017 documentary about wheelchair basketball team Miami Heat Wheels. Um, yeah, it's a good it's a good movie. I give it four out of six. Um, check it out if you're into sports. I'm, I'm a sports guy, so I liked it. It's got some great stories in it. Um, and it's just an interesting sport to watch. What I really like about these documentaries that they do is they talk about really interesting situations with great characters. And I think this show, this movie does a great job. The second one, I don't know if it's really like, I'm putting it on here just because of personal stuff. I just started watching Modern Family this week. Where now? have I been? Where, where have been I been? have been out for the last 10 years. Where have you been? I don't know where I've been. I've not ever watched it. I've like always known about it, but I've never cared to watch it. You know, Ro- and I'm you know, like, Robert, I'm starting to binge it. His, I know. his favorite woman is the, is uh Sophia Vergara. Sophia. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was cracking up. I was watching episode four today. Um, I had a little 30 minute window where I was feeding my son and doing stuff between things. And so I popped that on the TV and I was just cracking up. I mean, it was like five minutes in and I was already laughing out loud three or four times. I couldn't believe it. So yeah, what's hot modern family. If you've never, if you're like me and you never watched it, give it a try as somebody who was waiting to watch it. I'm, I'm glad I did. I'm really excited to kind of keep going with this. What's snot. I watched the, I am mother trailer. Um, I'm going to give the rebound. I gave four out of six modern family so far is five out of six. Um, I am mother. I'm going to give a two out of six. I've had Isaac said this a couple, I think two episodes ago. Now that I'm having, now that I'm a dad, there's something about children being misused that I just don't like. And so this movie, just if, just so people are aware of what this movie is, it's about this uh, robot who basically raises this child from birth it it makes the child from it's like it's in this little packing tube child grows up to be a teenager and then it the child is told that hey this is all there is you're the only human left yada 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 and then as you probably will guess mark somebody enters the picture there's another human and that human is trying to kill the robot and get the person out of there because they realize there's another person there and it sounds a lot like oblivion the tom cruise movie yeah, Mine. it's just a yeah, it's 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 very similar to that actually. Very good point. So, I think for one it, it feels like a knockoff sci-fi flick. It actually looks good. It's quality because it's Netflix. Um Hillary Swank's in it. Um she plays the, the, the adult she's the adult that comes in later, but for whatever the, the reason it just woman. wasn't Yeah, that's, the wounded that's woman. That's the title in, on Wikipedia. Oh, is it? Okay, no. good. Yeah. So, I mean, like I'm I'm just a I don't know. I, I, I put this on my what's not category. Maybe that'll be good fun for you, but 
it just didn't look good. And I don't know, I'm a little more sensitive to the kid now thing. I didn't like the kid being raised by a robot, and that just really set me off. I don't know why. Yeah, you've gotten soft. But maybe it'll right. be what's hot for you. What'd you say? I said uh, good take. Yeah, there you go. And then the other what's not is Flinch. Um, so this is a show from Europe. I don't know which country, so I'm just going to keep it at Europe. Um, and it's a show basically where three of these hosts, it's a reality TV show on Netflix, three hosts uh, pick people randomly. They have like eight to ten people that come in and they do these kind of like, like the only thing I can really count, like fear factor and jackass mixed together is kind of how I would describe it. It's this. They're trying to get them to flinch is the bet, right? And so every time they flinch, they get a point. Whoever has the most points loses. And then the three main hosts pick people from their little crowds. And if they have, if out of the three rounds of stuff they do, so they have a group of eight to 10, whoever flinches the least out of those eight to 10 and all three of those things wins something. And then the three hosts are watching and commentating, giving that funny stuff. They pick people randomly. And then if, if whoever has the most points at the end has to do the flinch thing. This show is so bad. It was, like, not funny. They're trying too hard. The vibe I felt like they were going for, which I have no idea why they're going for, is the show um, Nailed It. Have you seen the show Nailed It, Mark? It's on Netflix. It is Nailed It is a 6 out of 6. That show is fantastic. I'll put that on what's hot real quick after this then. So Flinch is just that. They're trying, in my opinion, they're trying to kind of copy the same kind of vibe I think has nailed it. And it just doesn't work for me. Um, So I give it a two out of six. Um, That's on Netflix. I think that just came out. I think that's a new release. So check that out if if you're into like. How many episodes did you um, get into Flinch? I got three. I try Because like for our show, I'm trying to like watch a couple episodes to understand. I just, it was boring. Second you episode, I was like, you this just is didn't horrible. go to IMDb and see that they got three out of ten stars. You're like, oh, this will be my what's not. I'm not, call- no, I'm not no, calling. No, I would you only. <laughs> no, I'd only do that for your opinions, Mark. Fair enough. I would solidify your opinions and find what you. That's why I don't type it out. Um, maybe, but you know, I, I, I mean, some of us can get past the WB when we make fun of stuff, but I don't know. Maybe you'll have to work on that more. But um, then the other what's hot I'll say since I'm attacking Mark and hurting his feelings is uh, nailed it. If you haven't watched Nailed It, this show is fantastic. So nailed it is like um, Chopped. Do you watch Chopped, Mark? I do on Food Network. Then you will love this show. It's a it's a dessert Chopped, and they bring in people who don't bake. So imagine the person that doesn't know how to bake at all. They bring them in, and they bring these decorative cakes, these beautiful like artistic cakes, and they say you have to make this. And they give them the recipe and everything on an iPad. They give them all the stuff. They give them two hours as long as it would take a professional to do it, and these cakes turn out horribly, I, just absolutely horribly. I think I've seen this. It is it is so funny. It is N- so funny. The host that it. does it, the host that does it is hilarious, and I'm telling you, they're going for her vibe in the show flinched, and I just didn't like it. Um, they were trying to be like really funny and goofy, and I think she just has this charm that's just fantastic. I'm gonna try to get her name real quick while I keep talking, but. So that so they do two rounds in in um, nailed it, and Sarah actually got me on this show. They do two rounds. The first round they'll give you like you know somebody will sponsor the episode. They'll give them some nice cooking stuff, but then the second epi- the second round they'll give them ten thousand dollars to whoever wins, and you can do things like um like if you're the worst person in the first round, they'll let you freeze somebody for 
for 10 minutes so they can't cook at all or they'll they'll they have this really funny chef baker there that's that's with the with the gal the gal's name is nicole Byer. she's hilarious um and he has this hilarious french accent and he's like a, a like a legitimately amazing chef and knows what he's talking about and it's that's an amazing show so i would put that what's what's hot i would give that a five out of six nailed it is an awesome show go watch it if you love any food network stuff if you love cooking if you love america's funniest home videos this is the show for you avoid flinch because i think they're trying to go with the same vibe any comments, questions, smart remarks, Mark? You seemed like you had questions on that. No, I was just thinking of Food Network shows. Uh, show I'd give six out of six is Guy's Grocery Games. That uh, I love that game. Guy Fieri. Yeah, I wish I was a judge on that game. That's how much I love food. I would love to try everything that those people make on that show. That's awesome. I, I don't watch Food Network that often, but for whatever reason, Nailed It just cracks me up every time I watch it. Sarah will just sit. Sarah's my wife. She'll just sit and just roll she'll just be laughing so hard when she sees these cakes it's hilarious they look horrible well mark another game of thrones episode came up um sure did recently <laughs> was this are we are because the next game of thrones episode comes out in two days we'll we'll post this tomorrow so tomorrow um so episode three was last week my character uh, ep- episode four episode four we got, episode four. We get the, wanted to just give you a couple minutes the to two fight the two fights that we're going to get. We got episode three was a big fight, and episode five is supposed to be a big fight. So tell me what your episode four um, rating and feedback is from it. Well, it's Game of Thrones. There's six uh, six episodes, so I'm giving it a six. All these episodes will be sixes. I mean, I don't know what they would do to make it not a six. Um, if you want a rundown of this episode, we kind of just you know we get the aftermath of the the Winterfell fight, you know, the party, we kind of dive deep more into, I really feel like this episode, we start to really see, uh, uh, Danny, um, Danny's true colors where she might actually be not the person we want on the throne. And you get even, you get like even some of her close people saying that, man, she might not be the right one. And Jon Snow, is the right one and that's kind of a focal point of this whole episode is she brings that up to when they're in a room together her and Jon Snow because you know we find out in this season that Jon Snow is well we knew but characters start to find out that he's the true heir in the to the throne because he's a Targaryen too and that she wants him to not tell anybody but he's too loyal to his family where he has to tell people. And she says that's going to be a bad idea because then, because Sansa Stark wants, doesn't like Danny. She hasn't liked Danny. And this just gives her more reasons not to like her. And just what happens when you tell family members, they tell some people. And by the end of the episode, I think there's eight or 10 people that know the secret. And that's enough to spread a rumor to kind of, you know, It'll be interesting to see what this next season goes down or next episode. If. I never asked a couple episodes ago because I know it was this was kind of a big like debate amongst fans because it was it was Arya that killed the the, the Night Ice King. King the Night King the yeah. Night King sorry I don't know any of the names I apologize no, for fine. those that love the show. <laughs> what did you think about her killing him? I mean, because a lot of people didn't see it coming for one, but then the other part is is. 
do you think it was like because she did the whole like drop that she did she did the black panther right she dropped the knife and then yeah. stabbed him with it yeah and i think i'm trying to remember i she was told who she had to kill in the past since when uh melisandre tells her you got to kill someone with blue eyes and that's who the blue-eyed person is and i think the green eyes that she mentions is cersei so i think we're gonna get unless she kills someone else with green eyes i think i don't know if San, no sansa has blue eyes but um the next person that you know we get to see Arya kill is gonna have green eyes, I believe. So, I did think. you think it was an okay death? Because a lot of people were complaining about it, though. Like with her killing. Well, I mean, the Night King. What did people expect that the White Walkers win, and then we get three episodes of you know, two episodes of them walking to, uh, King's Landing, and then the <laughs> episode six is them killing everyone at King's Landing. It just they set up the story, and even the writers said that they had planned that. For her to kill the Night King for a while, so I'm fine with it. You want Greyjoy to be the one who killed the Night King? Dude, I don't even know who Greyjoy I'm is. Talking I'm talking about the messenger. Don't kill me. The people. Don't yell at me, Mark. The people Come that on. might. I just care. wanted your. I just wanted your but feedback. You don't need to yell, oh, man. Also, Come in on, dude. episode four, we get another dragon killed by a. Uh, I can never remember his name. It's the uh, Greyjoys or. Yeah. Did you cry? Did you cry when the dragon? No, died? it's stupid. Okay, I, I'm disappointed in that. Even though I gave it a six, how does the dragon not notice? You, you gotta. Can, you can't just give sixes because it's Game of Thrones. I you gotta like actually break sorry, down you, the episode. Are you a fan of Game of Thrones? Well, then I give it a five point nine. Then it's not perfect because of the dragon being go. killed. Perfect. Thank you. the The rating the oh, the, the rating bumper thing says it has to be absolutely excellent. Was well, the episode absolutely excellent? Well, if we're going, then yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this on you. Then none of us should have given Endgame a six. Endgame was absolutely excellent. Yeah, well, yes, it what was. about your take on we, Fat we, Thor? Fat Thor was yeah, exactly. like, was a small so piece of the puzzle. episode four of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a really good scene. I stand by my Fat Thor take. When uh, they find, uh, when they finally get to King's Landing, there's kind of like a, a scene where, you know, the group of the North gets to the gates and you see, because they, oh, in the meantime, they had planned the um they're using ships to go to king's landing and they got attacked by the same uh by the Greyjoys um fleet of or naval fleet and that's what killed one of the uh the main man i'm tongue-tied right here edit this out leave it in i don't care okay so one of the main characters gets (laughs) gets captured and they're kind of going there to have cersei surrender which we know is not going to happen so we get a main another character killed and it's uh a gray worms girl and uh danny's kind of right hand girl and i can never remember the name so i'm always terrible with this but i love the show so now based on your ratings i should give it a five because i don't remember names uh (laughs) it's just gonna keep going down because of how max treats me and then there's a good i love you three thousand i love you three thousand and there's good dialogue between uh uh, the Lannisters and oh, and then at the end of this, we get my we get Jamie Lannister heading back because he's still loves Cersei. I feel like I like are we gonna have Jamie maybe kill Cersei or Jamie's gonna switch sides again? Because we also get Jamie and uh, Lady or uh, Knight Brienne. We they they you know they consummate. She loses her virginity. Jamie has you know sex with someone that's not his sister. So we get a hot scene of that. Anyway, and let's Infinity move on from that. Bros. Last after dark. question, Mark. I have one more question, right. and then we'll we'll move on. What did you think of the Starbucks scandal? 
I didn't even notice it. I didn't notice it until the next day when I saw it on the news. So it is what okay. it is. We're pe- so it didn't hurt your no. feelings too much. And, you weren't too mad. And now if you go back and try to rewatch it on on any, you know, on HBO Go or whatever, it's not in there anymore. They took it out. That's dumb. That's dumb. Keep it in. Keep it in for the bit. Understand the bit. All right. Well, we'll transition from that. Great job, Mark, as always. I don't know what you said, but I believe you. <laughs> People are going to comment like, Mark knows nothing. He shouldn't give that a three. <laughs> Gosh, I wish I didn't see that I'm episode. And I'm just listening I'm just imagining stuff. you like. I'm just imagining you're like, wow, you this show is amazing. Up. I should watch this. I'm imagining you making up names and just like <laughs> saying names that aren't even in the show. <laughs> I'm just imagining you doing that and just, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm, okay. And I'm like, that's great review, Mark. You're awesome. Great job. And then people listening are like, this is the worst show ever. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the show would be better if, like, Mark actually watched the show. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Well, let's get into the main topic for today. Detective Pikachu just came out. It actually came out last night. We're here Friday night. We just saw it to review it on the show. I guess everybody else is celebrating Mother's Day this weekend. Like, what was the reason we couldn't record? Was it just schedules couldn't align for some people? Like, what's who are we throwing under the bus right now? Who do you want to throw under the bus? Um, gosh. Well, Isaac's working, but he's really just playing cards because he's a nurse. Yeah, he's a nurse, so they don't really work. I don't Good know. Point. Is Robbie working out tonight? I could. I know how much time that takes up. Well, he's gotta. He's gotta work out and post it on on Instagram. I mean, I'm not gonna come at Jared because I like that guy, but you know, he yeah, also is guy. in a different time zone, so I don't know how he couldn't swing it. Um, Zane. I mean, it's probably because his computer still doesn't work. I don't know, man. Zane Zane's computer doesn't <laughs> work, and he went to Detective Pikachu at 10 o'clock tonight. So that was the other one. So yeah, hope Zane's having fun. But he that. made the decision today. Not yes, he did earlier yeah. this week. No, no, he did, he did. But it's and it's on record, so our listeners aren't going to listen to Zane as much. So it's always fun to rip your co-hosts. Well, maybe we can have our listeners vote stuff. people off the island, just like Survivor. We just have a great culture. I think our culture is just really one of um, love, care, and words of affirmation. And I think that's what I really appreciate about everybody in our group. Wh- Detective Wait, Pikachu, what group are you, talk- are you talking about? Our group? Are you being- yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all about we move- what you just said. You're right. Can I read? Can I read the? Uh, Go ahead. The. I'm going to read the plot. No spoilers yet. The story begins when ace detective Harry Goodman goes missing mysteriously, prompting his 21-year-old son, Tim. But I'm going to start over here. Here we go. The story begins when ace detective Harry Goodman goes mysteriously missing, prompting his 21-year-old son, Tim, to find out what's happened. Aiding in the investigation is Harry's former Pokemon partner, Detective Pikachu, a hilariously wisecracking, adorable super sleuth who is a puzzlement even to himself, finding that they are uniquely equipped to communicate with one another. Tim and Pikachu join forces on a thrilling adventure to unravel the tangled mystery, chasing clues together through the neon-lit streets of Rhyme City, a sprawling modern metropolis where humans and Pokemon live side by side in a hyper-realistic live-action world. They encounter a diverse cast of Pokemon characters and uncover a shocking plot that could destroy this peaceful coexistence and threaten the whole Pokemon universe. This is going to be our spoiler review. We are going to be spoiling the movie. This is your last warning. We had a spoiler um, bumper at the beginning, so we're not going to put that here. So 
pause, come back, see the movie when you're done, and uh, send us some feedback of what your rating is. Mark, we're going to start with your rating. What did you think of Pokemon Detective Pikachu? Give us your rating. I'm going to give it a five. It didn't, it didn't blow my socks off like Gaga did in Super Bowl, um, whatever Super Bowl she did. But it's a movie I wish I had back in 1997 at the height in the beginning of Pokemon in America. I freaking thank God I started playing Pokemon Go a few years ago when that came out to catch up on names and all the like 800 generations there are Pokemon nowadays. Because if I didn't and I came into this, I'd be like, dude, I, I know like a quarter of the Pokemon in this movie. But got gave everything I wanted. You got PG Ryan Reynolds. Uh, his jokes were amazing for being PG. And um, we got lifelike looking Pokemon that are cute and fluffy. We got a good solid story of, you know, kind of like a buddy cop movie with Pikachu and trying to solve a, mur- uh, a murder mystery type of stuff and some bit a few twists in there and got to see ditto turn into a human with the ditto eyes and that's unsettling hopefully that doesn't make it chapter two because that would just drive me that crazy 100 percent that'll be a meme by the end of next week I, don't you think i hope not one, it will be one thing i don't want to see again yeah, is it will be <laughs> is uh ditto turn into a human Oh, here's woof. I'm calling my shot right now. Here's the meme that's coming. Okay, All right, go on. You're gonna get the Captain America holding the the suitcase shot. Okay. And then he's gonna look across, and it's gonna be old Cap, and it's gonna be old Cap with ditto eyes saying, "I could do this all day." Hundred <laughs> percent. I'll take that. It's a guarantee. Buckle up. Get ready. Oh my gosh. Oh. So five out of six, Mark. Yeah. That's fun. Good for you, man. I'm gonna give this one a three out of six. Not too high. Not too low. Insert eye roll um, noise. Insert Mark's eye rolls and eye roll noise. Yeah, I would agree. This movie is exactly what I want if I'm a kid. Like this is the one of probably the really strong kid movie. Um, well, you wanted to rated our Detective Pikachu. No, no, Ryan no, no I'm not saying that. No, 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 no. The expectations were not set that high gotcha. going into this. Um, I think. I I think as somebody who. You and I grew up with Pokemon, so I think there's a different expectation from us than from little kids. Well, those little kids the, grew up with Pokemon. Mm, they never lived a day They've grown it. up with a different generation. They're, I think if you're a little kid that's under the age of <laughs> They're Gen 11, 7 Pokemon fans. We're <laughs> Gen OG. <29. laughs> we, have, we have 3 million types of Pokemon. Um, <laughs> I think if you're 11 or younger, you're just looking to come to this movie to see the Pokemon and hear them make funny noises. And that's what a lot of the kids in my theater were laughing at today with with Robert and I, because Robert and I went together. <clears throat> um, nice this movie is ab- everything with Ryan Reynolds, everything with Ryan Reynolds, I'm all about. Um, Ryan Reynolds makes this movie phenomenal. Um, it, it, anything that's good in this movie is from Ryan Reynolds only. Um, I did oh my not gosh. like... I got to interject. Ryan Reynolds singing the Pokemon theme. <laughs> I with the crying loved that. Yes, so funny. Yes, so I loved good. it. They brand themselves so well. I thought they branded themselves really well in this. Let me finish my review up, and then we'll yep. kind of break it down a little bit. But um, I did not like Justice Smith in this movie. He felt boring. He's the main character, Tim. Yep. He felt boring. He didn't feel like he was. 
he didn't sell me that he was like had any like redeeming qualities that as he a was leader by Ryan Reynolds. That too. I'm kind of like, yeah, you're right. Like if Ryan Reynolds was really like goofy like that, and maybe that's just because spoiler alert one more time. If he really was married with Pikachu, then who's the goofy one between the two of them? I man, I don't know. I don't know because he's like super duper funny and goofy as Pikachu, but he didn't seem that. I mean, we only had like 10 seconds of screen time with him, but yeah, I, I didn't believe Justice Smith was the good lead role for this. I thought everything in terms of CGI with Pokemon was phenomenal. My big my big problem with this movie is when I go to a Pokemon movie, I'm looking for three things. I'm looking for Pokemon battles. I'm looking for Pokemon to be caught, right? Because that's why I do Pokemon Go. That's why I play the games. And I'm looking for a plot that is a plot that is going to ch- surprise me some in some way. I thought the plot surprised me in some way to an extent, but I did I did lean over to Robert at about the 1 hour mark and call what was going to happen at the end. So maybe it didn't surprise me, but but I still enjoyed it. Um gets a 3 out of 6 for me. It's not a terrible movie, um and and I liked it, but I would not go back to see it in theaters. And it just proves that Ryan Reynolds is worth everything. If you're if you're looking to make a movie that wants to make money, hire Ryan Reynolds. Doesn't matter. I would hire him first, then write the script. And honestly, I think they did that in this movie. I think they I think they hired him, then wrote the script, because it literally felt like they had to do that Mewtwo getting humans and Pokemon crossed over together, which was like kind of I've never thought of that before, and a little weird. Do, do, um, do you like this yeah. this notch when they talked about how Mewtwo was caught? Um, twenty years ago. Yes, I loved and that. That was a t- yeah. So, and they, they referenced the Kanto. They, yeah, in the Kanto they referenced the Kanto region. Yeah, they referenced the Kanto region. So they so that exists. So, so they could go back. Yes, and that make... exists. So they are in the timeline of Ash Ketchum. Yeah, I think. Now do now. I don't think you and I are sitting here going. We want an Ash Ketchum live action movie. Well, I don't think that's the. Now I do after thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you casting for Ash Ketchum? Well, we have to get a ten-year-old, unless you're gonna. Uh, Tom. I go Jacob. Tom Holland. I go Jacob. Jacob Treblay, the kid who played uh, in Wonder. Uh, get Donald Trump's youngest son. You know who I did. You know who would be fun too. Yeah, I don't like that at all. <laughs> um, you know who I would like too is a. Uh, was that a fan fantastic uh, take? Yeah, that was a zero out of six. That was a Robbie, a minus three thousand. Oh. Wow. Um, oh, I just had it. Crud! I'm forgetting it. Oh, uh, the kid from Stranger Things, the kid who played Bill Hader's character. Yeah, but he's sixteen. He's not. He's not going to look ten years who old. Who cares? Who cares? Make him a little older. Oh, then have Ryan Reynolds be Ash Ketchum. What if Ryan Reynolds is it? Oh no, he isn't. His name was Goodman. But maybe it's a fake name because he's a detective. Yeah, we should probably get back on topic yeah. on the review. Um, <laughs> Pokemon conspiracies brought to you by Mark. <laughs> And that's a conspiracy tangent, our 20th of the episode. <laughs> Brought to you by Mark. Um, what if? Do, do you think... Um, so so tell me what you really liked about this movie. We, we, we talked about this before the podcast. I think we have expectations going into it with just how much we've played the game. What was not met on your end I don't think that, that you wish they would have had? Nothing. I, I, that's kind of what okay. I mentioned beforehand is I went into this not really expecting anything. Just I wanted Pokemon, which by the time uh, 
Mm-hmm. He's on the in the beginning when he's on the train going to Rhyme City, right? I think that was the name of the town city. Yeah, Rhyme. It's Rhyme City. Yeah, they're trying to. My, yeah. f- like when the Lickitung licks him, I'm thinking, are we not going to get that much Pokemon? Like, because I just feel like, yeah, that's probably cost a lot to CGI all these Pokemon in. We get to Rhyme City, and it is just in your face Pokemon everywhere, and I'm like, oh my gosh, we're getting the movie. That this is above my expectations, and I think. And they put them everywhere too. Yeah. You were right; like they literally put them in every corner of it. It's kind of like I mean, we, we go back to Endgame, but it's like the Endgame shot where you you see obscure characters back there. You'll miss it the first time you see it. I mean, I don't remember seeing a Shuckle, and I wish I would have seen one of those. But maybe that we'll get that in the second movie. So you're telling me your expectation was a Shuckle? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe this movie was made for you. <laughs> what did you think of Ryan Reynolds? And I know you're going to say you loved him. So what did you love about him? Um, well, I mean, I loved Pikachu. I <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, we. I don't know how much he put into saying what he wanted to say, but I think they did a good job giving Ryan yeah Ryan Reynolds level jokes, but PG versions of them. I thought that was done pretty well. I was kind of bummed too that it felt like a lot of their marketing, they had said a lot of quotes he said from like the first 30 minutes. Like I sure, felt like I had fair. heard him. I felt like I had heard most of his jokes going into about the 40 minute mark. Yeah. And then at that point it was different, but even like, I think they showed too much in the trailer. And again, this movie was for kids, like whatever. But I think if you're competing with end game, well, end is made for kids. It's a comic book movie. Yeah, but Endgame had some adult themes in it. Sure. So does so did Endgame has adult themes. So did the jokes that uh, that Ryan Reynolds said in Detective. Yeah, but it's kind of like it's kind of like making a kids movie and knowing that parents are gonna go. So you just just insert those jokes that are gonna be above it. That's why Shrek made a billion dollars. That is exactly why Shrek made a billion dollars. You are absolutely right, Mark. That's a great take. Yeah. What's your rating of Shrek? Uh, well, you know, Shrek is love. Shrek is life. So it's a six out of six. Yeah, it's a five out of six for sure. Hard five, soft six. Yeah, just just like you. There we go. <laughs> there it is. I liked Ryan Reynolds though. Um, thanks for the another tangent. I liked Ryan Reynolds a lot. I, I I really did like his jokes. What did you think of the twist at the end? That he was actually his dad the or, whole time. Where Mewtwo had after the accident had put had s- stolen his dad's body. And put his consciousness he had stored it away. He stored had like it somewhere. Saved it, which that didn't really make sense at all. That was kind of a plot hole. Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I told you I mm-hmm. didn't see that coming. I saw the the twist between the uh, what we were perceived as the main villains. I'm forgetting their. Yeah, names. that was obvious. It was very obvious that that was coming. Yeah. When when he goes into the building and the guy like conveniently shows him that it's like, no, you're hiding something. Yeah. You're like, a bad why guy. would you have that? Yeah. Like, why would you have that specific, you know, 3d, you know, <laughs> of the accident and stuff like that. I almost wonder if this script, cause again, I alluded to it. I, I think this script was written after they hired Ryan Reynolds. And I wonder if, I wonder if Ryan Reynolds, um, improvised most of his jokes. I wonder. Well, maybe we'll find Like, out. I wonder if they got the footage and then they said, okay, the in-between stuff, we're going to let Ryan pick it. Because that's what they did on Deadpool. He wrote a lot of that stuff. Yeah. He, he he said a ton of those lines. I wonder. Yeah. Because it, it just, the writing was so bad in this one. 
In terms of CGI and like what I want from Pokemon, 100%, yes, you're right. I wish they would have done more battles, and I wish they would have done more catch. Like, when are they going to make a Pokemon movie that's like a battle-style tournament? Like, they could have done that here. They could have caught more Pokemon. Why didn't they catch more Pokemon? Well, I mean, isn't this movie based off the, the Detective Pikachu video game? Yeah, I don't even care about that video so, game. You're like the only person I know that's played that game. Maybe I know other people that have played it, but I don't. I've never touched that game. What's that game like? Is it like this game, this movie? Oh, I mean, the plot's like the movie. I don't know. It, it, it doesn't matter. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, there could have been more. I mean, we we barely got we got half a catch in the beginning with Cubone. Yeah, you know, we. That wasn't even a catch. Yeah, it wasn't even a catch. He didn't even catch the Pokemon. We got a yeah. little bit of a fight between Gengar and Blastoise. Is the real fight that we had. Um. But yeah, you're right. But maybe that's they didn't. They didn't even. They didn't even do like what their trademarks are. And but maybe they put they, all these maybe like they, they put all these later generation, that. and they put all these later generation Pokemon Pokemon. Yeah, because new because new who are eleven and younger, the people who grew up with those oh, later generations. I, Boom! I, I just it. I'm I just saying. Like, your, I'm just saying like employee. the money. The money is not there. Well, the that's, money's okay. not there. Well, then you want and I want and I'll. I mean. I'd want any Pokemon live action movie like this. We want a, a PG thirteen or R movie of just first gen Pokemon. No, 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 no. Give you could that. have reached every audience here, Mark. You could have, you could easily have reached every audience here. You just needed to add more Pokemon battles, and you needed to lock in more on the first hundred and fifty. Okay. I I think you do that. I think I think you can put that other stuff in the background. I think you could have knocked it out of the park. I think you're I don't just know serving. Why they did, I don't know why they didn't go that direction. You're serving yourself because you grew up and I grew up with the first gen, and that's but not all they have. We're the ones have. with the money. We're the ones with the money. True. The kids are not the ones with the money. Yeah, but remember this: when the kids really want to go to a Pokemon movie, know who's paying for two tickets? I, the parents. I know. And that's how I you. Know. That's how movies like Shrek and all these Disney animation and Pixar movies make so much money is because the kids aren't buying it. But if you have three kids. And your kids want to go, you're buying four tickets yourself and your three kids. But there are movies like Inside Out. I think of Inside Out. That movie is a deep movie that has is excellent for kids. It tackles all these really deep subjects for adults, but it does a great job in person for kids, and anybody can come in and laugh and enjoy that movie. They could have done that here, and they especially could have done this with the kid. They could have give the give, given this kid redeeming qualities and allowed him to be somebody that was pursuing Ryan Reynolds. I do also agree that they could have totally played up this, like, like the only meaningful conversation that Pikachu has where it's like, oh, that's definitely his dad, is that scene before they go visit the guy in the wheelchair. Because um, he says, hey, I, your dad would give you a big hug and tell you he loves you and stuff like that. And I think, I just think the writing could have been better. And, I, and I'm sorry, like, I, I don't I don't give that excuse. I think... I think Pixar's been doing it for years. I think Shrek did it. You're absolutely right. You nailed it. Shrek did that. Um, you can find ways to still make a great movie that can reach all audiences, but the point of this movie was to reach massive audiences. That's the point. If this was just a Pokemon, if Pokemon wasn't a thing when we were around, like there's a reason we're reviewing it on this podcast. That's what I'm saying. And so I think our expectations do need to be heard, and I think... The catching thing, meh, they can go either way on that, I guess, as I think about it more. But the battle thing is like it's it's almost I, I don't know. I don't I think not having more battles was definitely a problem for this yeah, movie. Yeah, I'll give you battles, the whole catching Pokemon. Like you didn't 
but you want a home movie where we're just following some dude just catching Pokemon and fighting gym leaders? Like that dude, would get boring some after people, a while. I I think some people would like it, man. I think it could be done. Some people, but I don't think the masses would. And I think this fulfilled, um, you know, for the masses. They made like these fictional worlds that nobody's ever heard of before, so it didn't even like. I mean, unless it was in that Detective Pikachu game you're talking about. I think they would do a good job, like if they had the money and the willpower to make this. They do have t- the money. To- a TV show, or an episodic oh, thing. Okay, I, I get so what then you can put some of those minor details in. Or it's like you know we're probably yeah we're probably about ten to twenty years away from that. We're still a ways away, but yes, that would be a great TV show. I would agree with that. Um, nah, man, I just I don't know. I sit back and I watched it, and my frustration was more with that. And I, I do think I do think my voice as a '90s kid who played Pokemon as a kid, I do think they were looking to get me in the theater. Yeah. And I think that's well, why I they hired Ryan Reynolds. I didn't think, I think they were looking they... to get get you in. They knew you would come. That's a good point. That, that's why they cast Ryan Reynolds. It's like that was that was the sure one. thing. There was like, okay, these these people who are in their later twenties, mid twenties, maybe early thirties, they're gonna come and watch this live action Pokemon movie because they it's the nostalgia thing. But know how we're gonna make them all show up? Ryan effing Reynolds. And as right. and Ryan Pikachu, Reynolds as a part. Pikachu. Ryan Reynolds saved this this review for me. It saved it from being a one out of six. Moved it right to a three and a three, maybe a four even. I mean, I was laughing really hard once I got to that forty minute mark. What do you give and I it? Hadn't if, heard what, any. what do you get it? Give the rating if it's Jardine as Detective Pikachu. <laughs> it's a uh, fan fantastic. Wow. It's a one. Right, I just needed that for my own edification. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, I, Ryan Reynolds, I was, I mean, Robert went with me. We were losing our minds. And this kind of, and, and, and here's the other thing I'll say about this movie before we transition to our top five in our final segment is, um, Robert leans over to me the moment the movie ends. And I wanted to tell you this story. Looks right at me. Goes, did he say hey, I love you? you? Re-? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. No, okay. we thought it. We both thought it, but then we didn't. Um, he looks at me. He looks like he's going to say something about it. I'm like, oh, okay. Robert's going to say something about the movie. And goes, Hey, have you heard the theory that Cap went back in time and married uh, Black Widow? And at that moment, I knew this movie was not that hard-hitting for anybody. Wow. That was the very first thing that came out of his mouth once the movie was done. And, and, he, and he, didn't, he didn't speak ill of it, but that that comment, which is hilarious that he'd ask that question because that's a horrible take. If anybody thinks that happened, that's terrible. Send me an email so I can rip you on the air. Um, <laughs> But... um. That's that's our, I want that's that so to be bad. everyone. Please email Max about how much you dislike his <laughs> stuff, so we can talk about it on air. I want that Infinity, to be a segment. Infinity Bros Reasons Podcast at gmail I would love it. I'll take it. I'll take the heat. I'm okay with it. I'm ready to take it. I've been I've been like trading him for the last watch, five years to take heat. He can take it. Everybody. You watch it like in a year. We're going to start getting like ten emails a week, and it's just going to be people destroying us. It's going to be so awesome. Specifically, I you. I hope. Yeah, really. It, everybody will agree with you. It'll be my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, um, I mean, that was so telling. It was just so telling to me of like, oh, this movie just wasn't that good. And like, even I saw somebody in the theater. I saw a friend in the theater that, um, from work. And I said, oh, you going to Detective Pikachu? Because I was like, oh, it's Friday. You must be going. He goes, no, dude, I'm going to Endgame for the third time. I was like, dude. Wow. So 
we'll see. We'll see how this movie does. But um, yeah, I give it a three out of six. Mark gives it a five. So cool. Any other comments on Detective Pikachu before we move on? The girl was so stupid too. Actually, I've got a couple more comments. The girl was so stupid. And the Psyduck play, they were totally copying the TV show there. They were trying to do the Misty thing. That the was the play. Thing? Yeah, maybe. They were trying to make the Misty play. But I love... I, oh, yeah, you're right with the Psyduck. They could have used a different Pokemon, but I loved... They could have done Voltorb. Well, Voltorb, but how do you carry around a They could have done a, a self-destruct. Self-destruct. Yeah, that would have been interesting to see if they actually do self-destruct or... That would have been really cool. And it would have been like, oh, did they live or did they die? It would have been really cool. Yeah, it was whatever. I don't know, man. I, di- I didn't like her character, and it was so obvious what was coming. Mewtwo was pretty sweet, though, in it. Mewtwo looked cool. Yeah, that Mewtwo was... looked really cool. Talk about, you know, good CGI. That Mewtwo looked spot on. What was your rating of the original first Pokemon movie before we go into our top five? Gosh, I, I keep saying we're going to go, but we're not there yet. Dude, I, I was thinking about that movie while watching that. It's like... Can you imagine if they made that whole movie live action? And I still think that movie's better than this one. Wow. I'd give it a four. I'd say it's up there just for nostalgia effect and just remember seeing yeah, that in theaters. It, it, was... it has the blessing of nostalgia, for sure. What would you give it? Well, I haven't seen it in a while, but just based off of my remembering it, probably, I'd probably give it a five as well. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. The movie's so good. And when they when when Ash turns to stone and all the tears bring him back, yep. it's just such a terrible plot hole. Yeah. If we were to break that movie down today. Mew was hilarious too. Mew was so cute and hilarious. <laughs> I was hoping to see Mew in this. That was the other thing. I was like, I just had so many expectations. It's so hard to go to movies like this because it's like you're playing on nostalgia. So I have expectations. It doesn't matter what I do, I'm gonna have expectations. See, this is just, you saying that makes me think this is what you did with this movie is what I did with Shazam. I went in yeah. expecting stuff, and I initial mm-hmm. thought was like, I hated this, where I didn't go to anything here's, expecting. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, I'm going to get Pokemon, and that's what I want, and they gave no. it to me. These are two different arguments, because Pokemon <laughs> has a, it is, because Pokemon has a deep, rich history of media. There is media, there is movies, there are, there are TV shows of Pokemon. Yep. There is not that with Shazam. There, there is. It's out there, but it's not as deep and rich, and it's not as nostalgic. You had the comic books, but like I don't know. I think they're two different arguments. Pikachu's in the Macy Day's Thanksgiving Parade, man. Yeah, man. Come on, dude. Come on. So, Detective Pikachu. It's out in theaters right now. I still say go see it, though. I would you recommend people go see it? I would definitely go see it. And uh, you know, I'm always go see it. This I'm, yeah, I'm the go see it person. This if you can see it in 3D or IMAX or the big or like an ultra screen, go see it there because that's what. That's what seeing a movie in the theaters is all about. It might be a little extra, but you don't have a I dogged, don't have a giant I, screen or three D at home usually. Yeah, I dogged the like idea that kids were around me when that happened, but um, it made my experience better. I thought I was gonna just say that like it was more fun. Yeah. it felt more energy. It felt funnier. The kid jokes were were funnier to me. I felt like I laughed more because of it. But I had a great time with Robert. It was it's that's a movie go see with your friend and just chuckle about it. So yeah. Well, let's get to our top five list. Uh, every episode, we try to give a top five list catered maybe specifically to that episode or what's going on in the week. And this week's top five list is what are our top five favorite Pokemon? But first, let's play the bumper. D. We're going in three. Infinity Bros. Two. Top five. One. List. 
starts now. All right, Mark. I'm going to start with you, man. What's your top five list? Oh, man. You're going to going to make fun of me for it no i'm not are you are, we didn't i guess we didn't set parameters i set all of them all time but i just wanted to make sure that you knew you had that yep i i knew and mine aren't all gen one like i'm assuming yours probably might be uh, they will be I'm, <laughs> I'm that guy my number five shuckle i'm okay what does shuckle look like i'm gonna look up a picture like, of this while you talk about it he's like a shell and has a bunch of like worm appendages and a worm head and all that and all that business. Okay, I'm looking at him. I don't, I don't understand why. Why are you like all about Shuckle? Just Tell me about this. Just because he's like a useless Pokemon, in my opinion. That's just it. Just he looks goofy and he's got a goofy name and he looks goofy and he's useless. Kind of like a Magikarp, but he doesn't evolve into anything useful. Uh, number four is oh we got we got this one in uh, Detective Pikachu. Uh, uh, Torterra, the that giant, like turtle with the dude bonsai tree that on the actually, back. I that part love... was actually sweet. That part was actually sweet and, yeah, when they the were screen. like all the big ones. Yeah, that was cool. I thought that was yeah, that was a cool sequence. And I didn't see that coming. Yeah. That was one of the twists I did not see coming. Um, my number three is an evolution of Eevee, um, Umbreon, kind of the, the like dark, uh, version or evolution of Eevee. If you know what that dude, is, you know your. Yeah, you know your Pokemon, dude. Yeah, well, you are you're no fooling. Yeah, I oh my gosh, had to had to learn when I was playing Pokemon Go some of these. Well, I think Umbreon is Generation three or two. I'm not sure. Um, my number two, also love seeing this in Detective Pikachu Bulbasaur. I've big fan of Bulbasaur. I think if you play any of the, uh, you know, red or blue game boy pokemon if you don't pick venus or bulbasaur off the top or at the beginning you don't know what the best pokemon is you got yourself what are you talking about you have to pick squirtle out the gate you pick bulbasaur because bulbasaur has the strongest move set if you don't evolve it right away and you let it yes i'm sorry but i'm the one so many other pokemon you can pull down the line yeah well you don't know anything what are you talking about my number my number one i'm not even gonna listen to you my number one my number, well, I'm going to give an honorable mention. My honorable mention, because I just enjoy the the visual of this Pokemon, is Charmeleon, the evolution of Charmander. Uh, just you give you give me a Raptor Pokemon, basically, love it. But my number one favorite Pokemon is Raichu. Raichu. The evolved evolved Pikachu. You need a Thunderstone to get it. Yeah, you, you remember in the, the you remember in the in the TV show the third guy was the military the third yep. boss was the military Sarge. boss yeah Sarge and he sounded like this you need a thunder badge get the thunder badge I always remembered that that was the first episode of Pokemon I ever watched when I was a kid the episode where Ash goes to get to fight him um anything else Mark nope that is it I'm excited to hear what your top five Pokemon I'm are. all gen I'm all Generation One because I'm not a sellout like you but I mean, you're um basic we get it. <laughs> you know what i really hated detective pikachu because it it had more than gen one i didn't know the rest of the pokemon because i didn't evolve i just that's I not stayed, what i said i stayed by 151 it was very obvious who their audience was i wanted more jiggly puffs more wiggly tufts maybe maybe Give i'm just an old man now maybe my problem is that i'm just such an old man and i'm like 
I just hope some where's, twelve-year-old listens to this. Where's my Pokemon movie? Thinks, where's what? my Pokemon An movie? Old man, Gen One. What a loser! Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> and to that kid, I say, you're right. Um, honorable mention because we do honorable mentions on the front end, Mark. We're not a. Uh, we're not a uh, weirdos like you. Uh, yeah, honorable mention. I'm a, is I'm a back end uh, honorable mention, but go on. That's fine. Geodude. I think Geodude always looked cool. I always liked Geodude's ways looked. Don't give me that look. You, you're the one that said you always start with Bulbasaur. What are you talking about? I'm sorry, you like Get a floating here rock with, with hands. But go on, just finish <laughs> your. <laughs> well, you like what's that one Pokemon? I had to go look up for you. Having <laughs> just made fun of Max Shuckle. Was <laughs> number five. Just remember that. Oh, uh, my number five is Shuckle. But Max, you're a big giant idiot for liking a rock with hands. Anyway, moving on. You're far less being than I am. I'm Zenoth. Um, so my honorable mentions, Geodude. Number five is classic Pikachu. Yeah, I mean, iconic. If you make an iconic list of, like, Mount Rushmore characters of, like, cartoons, Pikachu might be on it. Well, Pikachu um, would be on it. Most recognizable. Yeah, for sure. Um, Mewtwo would be four. I thought Mewtwo was so cool as a kid. Mewtwo is just the pinnacle. I always it was always a big deal to me in my when I'd play the game as a kid when I would catch Mewtwo. That was always like, okay, I did it. Um, number three is Gyarados. Man, when Gyarados came out at that battle part, dude, that was so sweet. Cause I knew exactly what they were doing. When he grabbed when he grabbed Magic Curve, I was like, oh boy, here we go. We're gonna get Gyarados. I got so jazzed. I loved that. Um Is that when Gengar's, he is that when he touched uh touched uh Robert's hand? That was your first move when Gengar that's or when, when I wait, gasped. I mean, when Gyarados. Yeah, that's when I gasped. I gasped, and then Mar- Robert leaned over and asked me another endgame question, a stupid endgame question. Uh, number two is Gengar. Gengar looked terrible in this movie. I I kind of agree with you, because um, we got a fl- we got one of the the balloons in the parade that looked more like what Gengar looks like in you know drawings in the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. But um, Oof. yeah. I did think he looked more like he truly did look like what you would see like if he was in Casper the friendly ghost like he would look like one of those ghosts. He looked horrible. Or kind of like the Ghostbusters Slimer or whatever that guy mm-hmm. character's name. Yeah, I, I didn't like him at all. And then Charizard's my number 1. I thought Charizard looked okay in this movie. Like I don't know, and and maybe well, we we got a maybe, we got a maybe I'm speaking out of both sides. Charizard, though that was yeah because kind of he had been charred by Pikachu. Yep. So I was missing a little color there. Yeah, I wish I wish he had a little more red, orange, orangish red to him. Fair now enough. I'm now I'm, that's a true nitpick, hardcore nitpick. Now, yeah, it was always cool when you had Charizard, and it was cool in in the Pokemon TV show when it just made me think of this. Ash would do that. Well, we'll Charizard. never see. Unless the case gets resolved, and I forget which Pokemon it is, but you got you people gotta go look it up. Um, I think it's either Alakazam or Kadabra. They had one of those hasn't been produced in like twenty years because someone, some magician said that uh, Pokemon ripped off his character and his name because he bends spoons, and one of them is bending spoons. I think it's Kadabra. So that is just stupid. Little, just little little tidbit news and uh interesting fact we're just full of we're just full of interesting trivia today aren't we yes we are that's just what we're full of so 
there's our top five list. We're super glad you you listened to it. So, Mark, anything else you want to say before we close out the show, brother? Gosh, what movies coming out next week that we have to go to? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I was thinking that too. Um, I don't think I think it's kind of slowing down now again. Um, Endgame. Do do you think Endgame's gonna? It'll cross. It'll cross the record well, this week. You think, right? Mm, yep. Or is it based on this weekend? I think it's based China's on this weekend. China's gonna go whole see this movie. I I think it's gonna cross for sure Memorial Weekend because I think they're gonna leave it all the way up to Fourth uh, of July in theaters because they want people to potentially go to see Endgame again before they see Spider Man. So I'm thinking it's gonna stay in theaters that long. So I think for sure oh, it's gonna. You know, you know, what, you know what movie's coming out? Lion King. It's John Wick. Oh, it's John, John Wick. Wick. That'll be fun. I don't think it'll mm-hmm. be. I mean, you might get the first weekend competition, but people still go see no, Endgame. Yeah, John Wick and a dog's purpose. Yeah. Do we need to go see either of those movies? Uh, John Wick for sure. Yeah, I, I've ne- I haven't even seen John Wick or one or two. Wow. I still need to see those. I know I need to see those. I need to get on top of that. I need to get on top of that. You also mm-hmm. need to get on top of watching the Princess the Princess Bride. I know you sent me that. I need to buy. I need. I, I need to sit down and actually watch it. Um, but I have to watch it with Sarah. That's been well, tricky lately. Until, until you watch it, you'll be receiving Mad Max Funko Pops. I cannot stand them. I hate Mad Max. So, hey, thanks, thanks for listening to us. Uh, wherever you are and however you're listening, so grateful that you let us be a part of your day. We hope you have a great week, and we know we hope you are enjoying pop culture. Mark, uh, thanks for coming on today, man. It was a great show, and uh, it's fun razzing with you, man. My pleasure. Appreciate you, brother. Hey, uh, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, search The Infinity Bros. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Google Music. Just find us on one of those platforms. Tell a friend about, tell a friend about us. Hey, do us a favor, though. Seriously. Go do, a, go do an iTunes review for us. Go out there. Do an iTunes review. We'd really appreciate it. Tell your friends about us on social media. We'd really, really appreciate your feedback, even if it's like, you know, a three or four out of five, like that's fine. If it's a one star, just move on to the next podcast. Don't say anything. But if it's anything after that, we'd love to hear your feedback. So have a great rest of your week and uh, we'll see you guys later. Have a good one. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.